The study says history has shown that before constitutional rights become a reality, civil rights for both men and women must already be in place. These include freedom of speech and movement, the right to own property, and freedom from forced labor. Published in the European Journal of Political Research, it says those rights were lacking for women in most Arab Spring countries. The research method was developed by the Swedish firm Videm, or Varieties of Democracy Institute, along with the University of Gothenburg and the University of Notre Dame in the U.S. Political science professor Stefan Lindberg is Videm's director. Varieties of Democracy is a big international research collaboration with over 20 universities involved, many of them from the U.S. And we look at various aspects of democratization and survival of democratic regimes. Researchers reviewed the state of democracy in 177 countries from 1900 to 2012. They used lessons learned from earlier studies on evolutionary biology. By doing so, we were able to uncover this relationship that nobody has really seen before, that women need to be given a certain level of civil liberties similar to men in order for democratization processes to lead to full democracy and democracy then survive. But Lindbergh says authoritarian rulers are often opposed to women having civil rights because they pose a threat. If society in themselves sort of keep the other half down by not allowing women to participate in civil society organizations, exercising freedom of speech and organizing their own organizations and so on, then the potential of mass of people that can organize against you is only half. Whereas if women have the same liberties as men, then you have an increase of 100% of potential protesters, organizers, against the autocratic regime. He gives some examples of women playing a major role in democratic reforms. So if we look at countries like Brazil, Chile, Peru in the 1980s, it was a lot of women's organizations that organized the pro-democratic resistance. The autocratic rulers, the military in Brazil and Pinochet and his gang in Chile and so on, didn't really think that women would be threatening. So they let them be, and they became somewhat of a vehicle for organizing against these military rulers. We've seen similar things in Africa, in places like Sierra Leone, in Guinea. Men were perceived as a greater threat, usually receiving more police beatings or being arrested. Professor Lindbergh says Tunisia is the one bright spot in the Arab Spring, with moderate success towards democracy, at least in the short run. We don't know what's going to happen in the next 10 years, obviously, but as of now, Tunisia is sort of doing the best. And there, women were giving very advanced property rights and organizational rights and so on already in the 1950s. So there you have a long tradition of women having much more of civil liberties compared to other Arab Spring countries. He says the seeds of change can even be found in Morocco and Algeria. Democratic change can come even if women don't have all the rights men do. We're not talking about equal with men. Maybe that's not happening anywhere in the U.S. or even in Sweden where I am. But at least relatively high levels coming closer to men's rights. Democratization can be a slow process once it begins. Lindbergh says it may take at least 25 years 
and sometimes there are setbacks. But he says people should not be discouraged if things are not moving as fast as they would like. He warns that quick radical change often cannot be sustained. Joe DiCapua, VOA News, Washington.